0: Hi, hi, hi. It's Holland Williams on the Holland Highway. Yeah, it's me talking like a doorknob. But then don't I always talk like a doorknob? What? Um, Here we go, friends and foes. Um, wicked show today. Wicked, wicked, wicked show. We're going to be talking about homeless people and something irritating that they do. See if it bugs you as much as it bugs me. We're talking about fake boobs. Have you had a run-in with fake boobs? And even better, there's a new type of bra out on the market that I can't wait to tell you about. This one is going to blow your mind. Uh, We're going to be talking about uh, folding your clothes and folding things. are, Are you a folder? Or when it comes to folding, do you fold? Or something like that. Um, I'm going to be talking about the cock, the ass and the pussy. Yeah, that's right. I said it. It's not what you think. So it's a big announcement. Uh, you're going to like it. The cock, the ass and the pussy. Check it out. I'll be talking about it on the show. Um, we're going to be doing some speaking classes, helping you enunciate better. And, uh, Chin Ho from Hawaii Five-O is dropping by the Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. You fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Sucking back on grandpa's old cough medicine? There's an element of uncontrolled chaos. The Harland Highway. Serving everyone from presidents and kings to the scum of the earth. What a treat. Ah! Oh, wait. Was a great big fat person? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. Wait. Of therapy. Hey Harlan, it's Stephanie from Denver. Just do me. You might want to think twice before sticking your penis in there. Just do me. You're riding down the Harlan Highway with Harlan Williams. Can someone help me, please? Can someone teach me how to fold clothes? I swear to God, I am completely 100% useless. I don't know how to fold pants properly. I don't know how to hang them on a hanger without creating a big crease. I don't know how to fold a shirt when I'm packing to go on a trip. I don't know how to fold sheets. I don't know how to fold uh, wrapping paper. I'm just a bad folder. I just don't know how to fold. I'm a grown man and I don't know how to fold. I'm reaching out to you people. I need some help. <sighs> a simple four-letter word, fold. And I don't know how to do it. I'm ashamed of myself. Somebody help me fold. 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 Oh, defeat, man. You know, I could go rock climbing. I can drive a car. I can balance on a fence. I can do my taxes. I don't know how to fold. Okay, people? I don't know how to fold. I don't know if there's any man out there that does know how to fold. Let's maybe uh, he works at a uh, dry cleaning joint. And then he's probably got a bunch of women in the back working who know how to fold. Because women are expert folders. In fact, that's my new criteria for dating. Okay, you're sexy, you're hot, you're educated. Okay, that's all good. You make your own money. That's good. Ah, you seem to have a good head on your shoulders, but you know how to fold. No, not really. Okay, next. Harland Williams. I'm going to fold up this segment. Keep on driving my laundry truck right down the Harland Highway. You got to know when to hold up. Know when to fold up. Yeah. It is sad, but, uh, I have a little announcement for you here, um, that I'd like you to, uh, get into the fold. Um, all right, here it is. Uh, me and a buddy of mine, my friend Dave from, uh, Pittsburgh, he does all this, uh, funky animation and, uh, he approached me and said, Hey man, I want to do some animation. And I said, "All right, I have a kind of a funky idea. How about the cock, the ass, and the pussy?" And he's like, uh, "I gotta go, man." And I go, "Hold on a second. No, no, no. It's a cartoon about a rooster, a donkey, and a cat. The cock, the ass, and the pussy." And he's like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> And so, uh, we've been working away behind the scenes and, uh, put together some kind of, uh, primitive animations. This ain't Disney stuff. I'll tell you right now, but, um, it's just kind of fun stuff we do on the side. And, uh, you know, we have a couple of episodes ready, um, a friend, uh, friend of mine uh, from the Harland Highway, uh, Al Feldman, uh, threw some uh, rock and roll music in there as a soundtrack. Great job. And uh, here's the address if you want to see The Cock, the Ass, and the Pussy. A story about three ne'er do wells who have a garage band called Bullshirt. And they're just living the American dream, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Hanging out in a junky old apartment over Hollywood Boulevard in Los Angeles. Here's where you go to watch the first two episodes. You ready? Go to your computer device. And here's what you're going to type in because it's on YouTube, but it's a page on YouTube. So here's the address for the page on YouTube. You type in youtube.com backslash cap cartoon. Youtube.com backslash cap cartoon. Cap meaning the cock, the ass, and the pussy. Um, so check it out. See what you think. Leave some comments. Um, you know, we're kind of doing it for fun, and this is a cartoon that we're we're going to evolve and. And uh, keep trying to make it better and, and uh, introduce some more characters. And uh, <laughs> check it out, man. See if you dig it. It's uh, YouTube.com backslash Cap Cartoon. And, uh, you know, take a look. Let your friends know about it. And uh, leave us a comment on the uh, YouTube page. Let us know what you think of the cock. The ass. In the pussy. <laughs> okay, so this is kind of cool. Somebody's come up with a glow-in-the-dark bra. Hello. What a treat. No more fumbling around looking for paradise in the dark. Now we've got a visual aid to help us men get through the din and get to the hooters. Hello. It's about time, isn't it? Glow-in-the-dark bras. That's wild. I mean, what happens if you fall asleep and your lady's wearing the bra when she falls asleep? And in the middle of the night, she gets a little frisky and climbs on top of you, you know? She's just, like, straddling you there. And you kind of slowly wake up. You're like, who's there? And you look up, and there's these two giant green eyes staring at you. Like, ah! Relax, baby, it's just my hooters. What? It's glow-in-the-dark hooters, man. I'll get a glow-in-the-dark face mask so the hooters will know just where to go. hey And speaking of the hooters, speaking of the lovely hooters, how many of you lads have had an experience with the fake hooters? You know what I'm talking about, the fake hooters. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I don't need to be Scottish to talk about fake boobies. How many of you guys have had an experience with them, and how many of you uh, liked them and didn't like them? I'm I'm sorry, but I've heard one too many guys say, oh, man, I I wouldn't touch a chick with fake boobs. They're They're gross, man. There's no way I'm, oh, fake boobs turn me off. Uh, Screw the fake boobs. Uh, If I see a chick with fake boobs, I go the other way. And I'm like, wait a minute, excuse me. Since when are big, firm, solid, round boobs a problem? Would you rather like, uh, you know, stringy, hangy, uh, you know, string cheese (laughs) boobs instead? Right when, when when you see a girl running topless, do you want her boobs uh, bouncing up and down, boing 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 boing, or do you want them like flapping back and forth and hitting her in the face? Psh, psh 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 ah psh psh psh. I gotta get off this treadmill. Psh psh ah. I've got black eyes. Oh. Okay. I I don't know, man. I'm I, I just. I wonder if guys are sometimes posturing, like trying to sound like they're too good for fake boobs, because I can't believe it. You know, what is what isn't fake in this world? The food we eat is fake. Movies are fake. Everything's fake, so why not take some fake boobs? Right? What the hell's wrong with those guys? I had a guy tell me a story the other day. And I guess fake boobs can uh, have their challenges. But I had a buddy the other day going, oh, man, I was with this girl with fake boobs. And I'd never been with a girl with fake boobs. And uh, she took her shirt off. And I grabbed her boobs and I squeezed. And the one on the right, like, went right up under her skin towards her chin. And I was the guy was like, ah, ah, he was like. Traumatized, and he said the by squeezing the boob, he pushed it right up in her chest. So it went up towards her collarbone, and I'm like, "What?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, man." And she she was sitting there, her boob was up by her collarbone, and I'm just sitting there going, "Oh, oh my god." And I go, "What the hell happened?" And she goes, "He goes, are you okay? Did I hurt you?" And she goes, "He said she went. No, it's okay. Let me just push this down." <sighs> And she grabbed her boob and, like, pushed it back down under her skin and popped it into place. Now, I don't know if I believe this guy's story. He's a good buddy of mine, and I I probably should have challenged him on it, but I don't know that fake boobs move around that much. You know, like if you lay on top of a girl with fake boobs, do her fake boobs get squished and travel down to her rib cage? She stands up, and you're like, uh, baby, where's your boobs? Um, let, oh, there it is, right down by my kneecap. Look at that. Looks like I have big, giant kneecaps. Yeah, you might want to slide that up, baby. Yeah, let me get that. There's one. Now, where's that other boob? Let's see. Hmm, Can you see it anywhere? Uh, yeah, it's on the back of your head. Oh, my God. Actually, that might be nice. I'm taking a flight later this afternoon. I could sleep with that. But Just move it. <sniffs> there you go. Uh, so I don't know. Guys, what, what's the verdict here? Do you, do you like the fake boobs or don't ya? And if you have a great story, a great fake boob story, <laughs> we want to hear it, man. And ladies, even if you're out there and you have a great, if you've got fake boobs or a friend of yours has fake boobs, we want to hear some of your stories. Because I know they're out there. 888-500-2090. Give me a call. Try and tell it in like a minute or two minutes and less. You don't have to go on and on. But we would love to hear at the Harland Highway some fake boob stories. And don't make them up. We want real ones. 888-500-2090. Give us some fakies. Hello, this is Harland Williams on the Harland Highway, and welcome to Speaking Better English. For all of you that wish you could pronounce words better and speak more clearly, let's focus today on repeating after me three two one. Boiled broccoli! Boiled broccoli! Boiled broccoli! Boiled broccoli! Say it out loud with your friends. Boiled broccoli! Boiled broccoli! Boiled broccoli! Say it nice and long, drag it out so it rolls off the tongue. Boiled broccoli. Boiled broccoli. There you go. Congratulations on completing another session of learning to speak better and stuff. Here on the Harland Highway. Boiled broccoli a bunch of bolts bull- ah. boiled broccoli here on the Holland Highway okay is he here is he here okay send him in I don't know why we have to, to talk to this guy I don't know how he got in here you want me to call security I guess we have uh, Chin Ho here from uh, the Hawaiian police force Hawaii Five-O here he comes. Come on in. Hi, uh, Chin. How are you? Oh, I'm doing very good, thank you. Okay. Um, I don't really know what to ask you. We're doing lots of police work. Yeah, you're doing lots of police work. You're out there on the uh, Hawaiian Islands. Yes. And um, I don't know. What do I ask you? Any any uh, interesting cases lately? Yes. Okay, what have uh, you got this time for us? We have a ring of car thieves. You have a ring of car thieves. Okay, uh, what kind of ring? Like Italians or uh, is it the mob? Is it, uh, is it uh, Armenian uh, car theft ring? No. Well, what kind of car theft ring is it? It's a pineapple car theft ring. Okay. Okay, n- not the music. I don't want that damn Hawaii Five-O music. Turn it off. Turn that stupid music on. Turn it off. I want that music off. Thank you. We're not going through this again, are we? What? Every time you come in here, you tell me about your stoop, About your cases. What? And they're always... Somehow they lead to pineapple. No, no, no. Turn it off. Why do you do this? What? I'm not even going to say the P word. Would you like to hear some more cases? Do I have to hear more police cases? Yes. We work hard on Wi-Fi. All right, what else do you have? We found a sniper. A sniper, okay. And where was the sniper? He was up on a roof. Okay. And? And he shot many shots down into the ground. He shot many shots down into the ground. What are you, the Hulk? No. (sighs) Okay, and what did he shoot? He shot people. Okay and I know I know what's coming what the P word right I already said people yeah people starts with P but let me guess what else did he shoot Chin Ho come on what's with the long dramatic pause I know you're going to say it what else did he shoot pineapple oh come on Turn it off! Would you knock it off with the stupid pineapple? Oh, I just said it. Yes, you said it. You said pineapple. Ah. Oh. Roger, get him out. I don't want any more. I have one more case to tell you about. It's very important. Oh, really? Yes. And what, does it start with a P? Yes. It's an assassination attempt on the president. Wait a minute. What, hold on. Now, that's serious. Yes. There's an assassination attempt on the president. Yes. Holy smoke. Now, tell us about this. The president of the United States. Not the president of the United States. Well, who? The president of, like, India? The president of Pineapple. Ah! Come on! Get him out! I want him out right now. Out, out, out. Turn off the music. Get him out. Good riddance. Roger, don't bring that idiot back. Chin Ho from Hawaii 5.0. Sorry, I can't hear you. Unbelievable. Pineapple. Get out. Turn it off. Turn it off. Get, get him out. Move on, Roger. Yes, sir. Hold on, I got a text. Who's this from? Chin Ho. Oh, great. What's it say? Thanks for letting me be on your stupid show. Up yours with a seven-pound pineapple. Ah! God! Stop it! Good Lord. Could anything or anyone be more annoying I ask out loud, and I answer myself, yes, homeless people. And I don't mean I don't like homeless people. Here's what I don't like about something that homeless people do, and maybe just beggars. They don't necessarily have to be homeless, but you might have run into this. You, uh, you're uh, you walking down the street, or you're walking down the sidewalk, or wherever you are, and there's a beat-up, old, dirty, homeless person. And they're like, hey, man, can you give me a dollar? I just need a dollar, man. I mean, can't you help a guy out with a dollar? And you're like, man, you know, I just walked out of the store. I got a cheeseburger. I got a Coke. I got gas in my car. I have a house. I'm doing okay. Look at this poor person. Of course I have a dollar. Are you kidding me? Do I know you're probably going to go, like, dump it off at a liquor store or something? Probably. I don't want to be assumptuous, if that's a word. (laughs) Um, But maybe you're not. Maybe you're storing it somewhere, like a little chipmunk. I don't know. But um, you're like, man, this person's down on their luck. And even if they are boozing it up, you know, I can't alter the reality. You know, who knows if they're ever going to get help, if they're ever going to recover. Maybe this dollar makes the difference in them getting a hotel room or a sleeping bag or something to eat. Yeah, buddy, here you go. I got a dollar for you right here. And you give them a dollar. And sometimes you get homeless people that go, oh, thanks. God bless you, man. Or sometimes, uh, you know, some homeless people are a little deranged and they don't even say anything. They're just like, <sighs> onions. <sighs). You're Like, okay. But here's where I get pissed. You reach out, you uh, give someone a donation or a handout or you're generous with them. And maybe it's not a dollar, maybe it's $2, maybe it's $4, maybe it's uh, $5. And you put it in their hand, and instead of like some kind of thank you or a mumble, they go, oh, come on, man, can't you give me like uh, $6? You're you're like, wait, what? I know I asked for a dollar, but come on, man, give me five. And they asked for more. You've just you've just gone out of your way to give them some money and you gave them what they specifically asked for. You got a dollar. Sure, here's a dollar. Okay, come on, man. Give me five. And they up the ante. You're like, wait, what? Hold on, man. I'm being generous with you here. I just gave you, you know. From my heart, from my soul, and it—it's not the amount. It's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's spiritual. It's—it's from your heart. It's like you want to help, you want to reach out to another person, and—and and then this person kind of like uh, pulls a fast one on you, and wants more. And I get it. I guess if you're destitute, why wouldn't you want more? But there's something about the asking, and all of a sudden you feel like, wow, that person's not that grateful that I just gave them something and I gave them what they asked for or sometimes you even give them more than they asked for and they asked for more so I don't know I don't like that and look I'm not homeless and I'm not uh, you know living on a sewer grate so you can only imagine what their life is like but still come on man let's not push it And the other element of getting around some homeless people, like, you know, and I'm talking about the real grungy ones, the ones that look like pig pen from the Charlie Brown cartoons, you know, like they've got so much dirt on their skin that you don't know what ethnicity they are anymore. Is that guy white? Is he black? Is he Indian? Is he what? What is that guy? I can't see through the oil. But sometimes these uh, people, these vagrants, are not stable people. They're not of sound mind, and that's maybe the reason they're in their situation, and it, it's a tough uh, card they've had to pull in life, and you sympathize, you feel bad, but let's be honest, some of them go beyond uh, sanity almost, and some of them uh, go into a realm where uh, they could be considered dangerous and unpredictable and and Possibly violent. You don't know. And as a sympathetic person, you could be walking up and uh, putting yourself in their proximity and putting yourself in danger. You don't know. Look, I'm not making this up. I had a homeless guy in my neighborhood who was wandering around for years and one day a couple of years ago just walked into someone's house and decapitated a few people on a boring Thursday afternoon. He literally cut their heads off. Yeah, it's scary. You don't know. So, you know, but you, you think, wow, what if I was in this position, man? I would love a dollar, but take the dollar and be grateful. I think uh, if if you ask for more, once you've handed it to you, you're just turning the person off. And here I am talking as if a bunch of homeless people are listening to the podcast right now. (laughs) They're not, and God bless them, it's a horrible state of affairs, but it is a bit of a pet pet peeve if you have the right to be pissed off at a homeless guy. But I I think you people know where I'm going with this. I'm not doing this to be cruel or mean, but you got to admit, if it's happened to you, it's irritating. It catches you off guard. You are like, ah, poor guy. Here's your dollar. Well, can you give me 5? Wait, what? It's kind of like a bucket of cold water being thrown in your face. <laughs> so there you go. A little uh little pet peeve of mine. Um pet peeve. Uh so there you go if you're uh if you're uh, out there uh let me say this at the end you know a lot of people are like I'm not giving that guy money it's going to booze well you just remember people are people everyone uh somehow has their lot in life and uh you know it doesn't hurt sometimes to uh, give a little handout to someone who's not as fortunate as you or I so just keep that in the back of your head And uh, expect the unexpected and uh, try and do some good deeds when you're out there helping out the homeless. And if you're one of those people that is like, I'm not giving them any money, I know it's going to booze. There are organizations, I don't have the name of them, but you can look online. And um, there's organizations where you can send the money to the organization, and that money gets channeled to the homeless. So suddenly, I'm a spokesperson for the homeless. But anyways, there it is. Wow. And that's the end of our show. We're right out of town. Ta- uh, we're uh, right out of time here. Oh, come on, man! Can't you give me some more time? Wait a minute! I just told you I'm out of time. That's that's 30 minutes of podcast. I know, but can't you give me, like, uh, 50? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, don't forget to check out Um You can go to the store there. You can uh, check the comedy schedule. You can uh, write me a letter, an email, com. Maybe it'll get read when I do uh, listener fan mail. And, of course, you can call and leave a message, 888-500-2090. We do want to hear your fake booby stories. Um, Don't forget that. And don't forget to check me out later this month at the parlor in uh, Washington, the state of Washington. Great comedy club. Um, Go online and you can uh, check out those dates. And that's it, man. That's all I got. Um, come on, man! Five more minutes. Sorry, that's all I got. I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go panhandle in the streets to pay my rent. Um, so that's it. Thanks for joining, and uh, until next time, my friends. Chicken chow mein with a little slice of pineapple. Aww. Oh.